Hello and welcome to another episode of the Messed Up Gardener. My name is Esther Aiken. I'm your host for today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. It has been an incredibly odd week. The weather's been wet and exceptionally windy, which has inspired this episode. For the last week, I've been lucky enough to spend some time in a little place called Tutera, which is just roughly, I think, 25 or so kilometers out of Napier here in New Zealand, which has made it a little bit harder to put this episode together as I've had very little internet signal to complete this episode and the quality of the recording, I'm not sure if it's going to be as good as I hoped it would be. So as a result, this is going to be a bit of a short episode. So while visiting this amazing spot, it has been very apparent that a lot of the roads through this particular area of the country has been severely damaged by Cyclone Gabriel a number of months ago. And it's still undergoing a lot of fixing up. It was incredible to see the damage done, not only by water, as in rain and flooding, but also by the wind. The roads, although mostly passable, were still very tricky to navigate. And a lot of the mountain ridges had sustained a lot of erosion with trees literally ripped out of the ground. And while driving home, the wind started picking up with the car that we were driving in, literally being buffered around in the wind. It was quite scary in a few places. That was last Wednesday. The weather didn't really improve much in the last few days. It's continued to rain. But over the last few days and nights, we've also been buffeted quite badly by massive, massive winds, where at one point I genuinely thought the roof of my home was going to literally fly off. So before I went away, I bought in all of my seedlings so that my amazing neighbor, I cannot uh, love on this woman enough at the moment, she is amazing, could water them. And I wasn't going to lose, you know, all the work that I've done previous to going away. So however, I still haven't been able to put them outside to harden off because the wind as I mentioned, has been insane. And if I put my seedlings out now, I'm pretty sure they're just going to get absolutely annihilated. I am hopeful that the weatherman who is predicting a few days of sunshine this coming week was, you know, was correct and that not so much wind is going to happen. So hopefully he's true to his word so that I can actually get the stuff out in the garden. I still have my bung hand. It looks like that's going to take a few extra weeks to heal. So I'm mostly working with one hand that is reasonably, you know, doing its thing. And we're also in school holidays at the moment. So my 12 year old can help me plant out a number of my seedlings. I am having to put in extra precautions for potential wind damage on my plants and while I was trying to figure that out for my garden in particular, which is already fairly sheltered, but due to the neighbours removing a house directly behind my property, as in completely dis- you know, dismantling and demolishing it, the wind trajectory has changed through my property itself. And the original wind protection structures that are in place are now not as effective and I'm constantly chasing my pots and things down the driveway. So wind damage in plants 
It doesn't have to be caused by extreme winds either, and even gentle breezes can cause issues. So wind damage on plants can manifest in a variety of ways depending on the severity of the wind and the type of plant. So some common symptoms of wind damage include broken stems, uprooted plants, torn or missing leaves, or damage or misshapen fruit or flowers which is what you would traditionally expect from wind. But wind can also cause stress on plants by drying out the soil and the leaves and disrupting their ability to absorb nutrients and water. So to assist in the plant's recovery, there are several things you can do. So first, obviously assess the damage and remove any debris or broken branches. And then next, you provide support for any plants that have been uprooted or have you know leaning you know, stems to help them upright. Water the plants well, obviously considering adding a layer of, my favourite thing, mulch to help retain moisture in the soil. If the damage is severe, considering prune, you know, consider pruning any damaged or dead branches to encourage new growth. Additionally, you can add a fertiliser and nutrient-rich soil to help the plants recover and grow stronger. Overall, providing proper care and attention after wind damage can help your plants recover and thrive. Now, wind protection is an important aspect to consider when planning your garden. And if done properly, it not only enhances the beauty and aesthetics of your garden, but it also provides several benefits. Here are a few benefits providing wind protection can have in your garden. So the first is obviously improved plant growth. Wind can be damaging to young plants and can stunt their growth. By providing that wind protection, you can create a microclimate that is conductive to plant growth. Sorry, conductive? Conducive. This can result in healthier plants that produce a high yield of fruits fruits and vegetables. And the second is actually really important, especially if you're going through a dry spell, and that is to reduce water loss. Wind can cause rapid evaporation of moisture from the soil, which can result in water loss from your plants. And by providing that wind protection, you can reduce water loss and ensure that your plants receive the necessary moisture to thrive. Now, the next benefit is the protection from extreme temperatures. So Wind can also contribute to extreme temperatures in your garden. By providing wind protection, you can create a more stable environment that is less prone to temperature fluctuations. This can help your plants obviously grow and thrive in a more consistent environment. This next benefit, I have done an episode on in part, and that is increased biodiversity. So wind protection can create microclimates that are more hospitable to a wider variety of plants and animals. This can increase biodiversity in your garden and can create a more vibrant and sustainable ecosystem. So overall, providing wind protection in your garden, again, can have a n- number of benefits. It can help your plants to grow stronger, healthier, reduce water loss, protect them from extreme temperatures, and obviously increase the biodiversity and as I have identified wind can be a major problem for gardens especially in areas with high winds or frequent storms here so a number of methods for protecting your garden from wind and obviously the reasons why they're effective so the first is wind breaks wind breaks are rows of trees shrubs or other plants that are planted in a line or you know, to block the wind. They are effective because they create a barrier that slows down the wind and reduces its force. Now, the second is fences. So fences can be used to block the wind and provide a physical barrier around your garden. They are effective because, again, they create that solid barrier that the wind can not pass through. Now, the third is something 
that is again very natural and that is hedges. So hedges are similar to windbreaks, they are typically shorter and denser, they are effective because they create a barrier again that slows down that wind and reduces its force. The fourth is walls. Now walls can be used to block the wind and provide a physical barrier around your garden. They are effective because they again create that solid barrier that the wind cannot pass through, instead it goes over. So the fifth is not as effective, but it still works, and that is to use windbreak netting. So netting can be used again to block that wind and provide again a physical barrier around your garden. It is also a lot cheaper in some instances to use netting rather than some of the more uh, other methods that I've just sort of talked about like the walls or the hedges or even the fences. And again, it's effective because it creates that barrier that the wind cannot pass through necessarily, um, or it doesn't stop it, but it can reduce the wind. And next is obviously planting in a sheltered location. So planting in a sheltered location, such as behind a building or on the leeward side of a hill, can protect your garden from the wind. It is effective because, again, it reduces the amount of wind that reaches your garden. Now, the seventh um, is a basically a method that I've mentioned before on numerous times, and that is mulching. Now, mulching, again many many reasons to mulch your garden but this is just one of them and it can help protect your plants from wind by reducing water loss and keeping the soil in place not as in you know keeping your your soil not saying that your soil won't sit there but in some sorry uh, instances obviously wind can move a lot of soil around especially if it's dry and it basically mulching it's effective because it helps to anchor your plants in the ground the eighth is basically something, again, I've mentioned, but I'll mention it uh, again, and that is staking. Staking can help protect your plants from wind by providing that support and preventing them from plants from bending or breaking. It is effective because it does help to keep your plants upright and stable. Now, the next method is using wind-tolerant plants. Using plants that are tolerant of wind can help protect your garden from wind damage. These plants are effective because they're able to withstand the force of the wind without breaking or bending. I like to use fijar plants as they have a thick leathery leaf that are very wind hardy and they don't tend to damage as much or literally have the moisture sucked out of them because of the type of leaf that that particular plant has. So great if you're in a coastal situation with high salty winds, Fijawas make a fabulous hedge. So the next method is uh, pruning, right? So pruning can help protect your plants from wind by removing weak or damaged branches. It is effective because it helps to strengthen your plants and reduce the risk of damage from the wind. Overall, again, there are so many methods out there that you can use to protect your garden from wind and each one has its own unique advantages. By using a combination of these methods, you can help ensure that your garden does stay healthy and vibrant, even in the face of strong winds and hard weather conditions. Now there are several aesthetically pleasing wind protection designs that can be incorporated into your garden. They don't have to be ugly like basically nettings and windbreaks and specialized well sheltered about 
artificial crap. You can literally have some amazing, pleasing wind protection designs that can make a huge difference in your garden. So here are some of the possibilities that I've come up. Now, the first one is a, obviously living windbreaks. So these are made up of trees and shrubs that are planted in a row to block the wind. They not only provide that wind protection, but they can also add quite a bit of beauty and privacy to your garden and also improve the biodiversity in your garden. And the next one are decorative screens. These are freestanding structures made of metal, wood or other materials that can be placed strategically in your garden to block the wind. They can be designed in various patterns and styles, obviously, and adding a decorative touch to your garden. The third is trellises and pergolas. These structures can provide both wind protection and shade, and they can be adorned with climbing plants such as roses or ivy, which again add a natural element to your garden. Some of the ivies can grow quite thick, so they again provide a bit of that extra wind protection. So the fourth one I have is stone walls. Now stone walls can be used to block the wind and add a rustic natural feel to your garden. They can be built in different styles and heights depending on your needs. Now those are just a few little ways of helping to aesthetically incorporate these wind protections into your garden but if you're a beginner gardener and you're only just starting to organize a new design or a garden and you know new garden it is important to know too how to protect your garden from wind damage so I've come up with a couple of tips that may help some of these if you have listened to my podcast episodes before some of the tips are a little bit repetitive but bear with me The first tip is, of course, to choose the right plants. Select plants that are wind tolerant or have sturdy stems that can withstand strong gusts. Examples include ornamental gardens, shrubs and and trees. I've mentioned the feijoas before, but, you know, ask your local gardening clubs too if you have, if there are natives in your area that you can utilise as well. Really, honestly, if you have your local fauna down then there are often some really beautiful varieties that you can plant which are already acclimatized to your areas the next is stake taller plants so using stakes or trellises to support taller plants that may be vulnerable to wind damage this will help prevent them from bending or breaking now if you have been again listening this is where a particular tip I almost include in every single episode and that is to mulch. So by applying that layer of mulch around your plants you can help protect their roots from wind exposure. Again like I said it also helps retain that moisture in the soil which is very important during windy weather. The plants get stripped of moisture through the leaves and this is if they can sustain a good steady stream of water through the plant it's less likely to get damaged if the soil is dry then basically the wind completely dries out that plant and it takes a long time for them to recover and it does a lot of internal damage to the plant as well. The next is obviously creating those windbreaks. So planting windbreaks such as hedges or trees can help to shield your garden from strong winds. You can also create a temporary windbreak using materials such as fabric or fencing. Now the last tip again I've mentioned this is to water regularly. Wind can cause those plants to lose moisture very quickly so it's important to water them regularly during windy weather to prevent dehydration. Now if you can't water then obviously again looking at doing some mulch but If you are anything like me and if you're out 
doing your gardening or you're out doing bees or whatever and it's a windy day then your skin dries out quite dramatically so what do you do you drink water or you put moisturizer you know on your on your skin to stop it from drying out the same methodology or the same theory can be applied to your garden so by following some of these tips you can literally help to protect your garden from that wind damage and ensure that your plants do very much thrive. So over the years that I've worked in the garden centres where there wasn't a lot of wind protection, a number of the plants that are standing upright before the wind hits and which traditionally fall over. If you know anything about pot plants, it is best to leave them on their side until the wind settles rather than picking them up constantly, having them fall over again and getting damaged. But if you do need to stand them up and keep them standing up, then it's really important to water them. This is not only you know counteracting the dehydration effect caused by the wind over the leaves but it also acts as an anchor weight stopping the plants from consistently falling over honestly some of the garden centers I've worked in over the years if the wind was bad enough it used to look like a complete disaster site and it was always a massive task to set it back to a presentable standard without having excessive damage to the plants As I said, this episode was going to be a little bit shorter. I hope that it was helpful around wind protection and some of the tips and things that I've brought up you can do to stop your garden from getting damaged, especially in the windy weather we've been having of late. I know that I've been utilising a number of the wind uh, uh, windbreak materials that we've got here in New Zealand. We can buy it literally by the metre and stake it out. But again, some of it can be quite ugly. But if it means that I'm going to be able to produce more food in my veggie garden without losing my crops basically uh, and I can provide more food for my daughter and myself then I don't care if it looks ugly or not I will try anything but also make sure you weigh everything down I've had in the last few days I've actually had to chase a couple of my honey hive lids down the driveway because I haven't weighted them down properly and it has been quite uh I won't say scary, but it has been a a little bit nerve-wracking where the house is shaking. So if you are constantly living in wind, then I applaud your dedication to staying in that region because honestly, even just having a few days here of 50 plus kilometre winds um, and some, the gusts have been quite high. I've already had enough and uh, I hope like anything, that we don't have to go through a lot more of these spring winds. Anyway, I'm just rambling. If you do have any gardening questions, please do reach out. I'm going to keep compiling lists and every now and again I'll do an episode on a bunch of combined questions if I don't do them for my quicker messies. Every week I mention this, so don't be shy. Let me know if you're needing some private coaching, no matter what level from beginner to experience, reach out and let's have a chat. I have a few one-on-one gardening mentoring spots available. Sometimes it really is easier to accomplish a task or a project having a gardening mentor and quietly holding you accountable to whatever tasks you set. Flick me a DM or email me and let's check to see how we can work together. My contact details as always are in the show notes. Don't forget to email me or DM me for any of my gardening freebies. And as always, I say gardening can happen in any space and in any place and on any 
budget. Have an incredibly abundant week and I will buzz you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear about your gardening adventures. Flick me a DM on Instagram at The Messed Up Gardener or send me an email and let's connect. Don't forget to check out my gardening reels on TikTok. If you are looking for some help planning your next garden project or just need some one-on-one private coaching, reach out and let's get growing. If you have a garden-related business or you're looking at starting a gardening business, including arboriculture, land clearing, firewood or a general plant growing and selling business, let's work together in my one-on-one private business development coaching container. Having helped my clients grow several six-figure plus businesses, including from startup to working on million-dollar open space management contracts for many years now. Let me help you and let's grow your business so you can leapfrog your profits and establish a viable and sustainable business. If you're looking for a business podcast, check out my The Let's Buzz You Up podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If this episode was at all helpful, please share with others and let's get growing in any space, in any place and on any budget. Till next time, happy gardening and buzz you later.